Hello everyone. A big welcome to you if you're joining us from home or if you're attending one of our in-person meetings. We've got a great study lined up for you today. So today we're going to be finishing out our Here in a Bay series and after looking at the crucifixion last week, we're going to be looking at the resurrection of Jesus and his appearance to some of his followers on the road to Emmaus. If you're joining us for the first time this week, we're trying a new way of studying the Bible called the Discovery Bible Study. And it's been used by some of the most successful disciple-making movements around the world. It's an evangelistic tool that helps people with no prior knowledge hear from God and obey, not just understand what they read. So here's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to read the passage and then you're going to retell the story in your own words from what you can remember. And if you're in a group, others can help you if you get stuck. If you're on your own, you can join a, a Zoom call with me and we can do it together. There'll be a link posted in the chat. That Zoom call has been really positive and people have joined in each week. So you're really welcome to do that. Okay, we're going to answer four questions. What does this passage tell us about God? What does it tell us about people? And after that, we'll ask, what will we do as a result of reading this story? And lastly, who will we tell this story to? Who in our life needs to know this story? It could be a Christian or a non-Christian. But before we start, I want to give you a chance to catch up with how we did last week. So let's take a moment and reflect on what we did as a result of hearing the story. And did we share it with anyone? Let's take two minutes to do that now. And if you're on your own, now's the moment to join the Zoom call. Please click the link. Welcome back. Those are always challenging questions, aren't they? Uh, this week in our mission group, when we asked those questions, one person said, I found it just really hard to say to people, so would you like to hear a Bible story? And I think many of us can relate to that. I think two things I want to mention about this. The first thing is that actually this, remember this tool is be used for people who are actually interested in studying the Bible. It's not something we have to just say out of the blue. And secondly, you may be surprised about who actually wants to hear a story. Someone told me of how she often meets up with her friend who's a Syrian refugee and they, they meet up in the, her friend's house, uh, but there's always the TV on. And so it's very distracting, but because of the restrictions, they felt like it's best to meet in the garden. So they were able to be in the garden and uh, the kids were playing and uh, often they kind of run out of things to talk about. Um, and in a pause, uh, she remembered the story from Sunday. So she said to her, her friend, we've been studying some Bible stories at church. Can I tell you one? And uh, she said, yeah, sure. So she told her the story of the healing of the paralyzed man. And um, the shape of the house, if you remember, is quite integral to the story. Um, and when she described how the man's friends had climbed up onto the roof, the, the flat roof and let him down, the, the lady said, I, I know these kinds of houses. We have them in Syria, in the, in the countryside. We, we have the same. And it was amazing because she could imagine the story and she was so fascinated and interested in it that at the end of the story, she said, 
you know, I really like Jesus. And the lady said, yeah, I like Jesus too. And they talked more about Jesus. And it was an amazing conversation, opportunity. And and my friend was like, great, I can do this every week. And then the next week was our local lockdown restrictions. So, but it just goes to show that we have people living in Leeds where storytelling is a huge part of their of their culture and so many people are more open to a good story than you think. I'm now going to read the passage and as it's quite long we're not going to have it read in another version uh, and then we'll be back in our breakout groups and two people will attempt to retell the passage in their own words. So Luke 24 verses 1 to 35. On the first day of the week Very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of Synod, be crucified and on the third day raised again. Then they remembered his words. And when they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves. And he went away wondering to himself what had happened. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about everything that had happened And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, why are you discuss, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these few days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it's the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. And as they approached the village to which they were going, 
Jesus continued on as if he were going further, but they urged him strongly, no, stay with us for it's nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread. He gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to them. And then their eyes were opened and they recognised him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And then they got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, it is true, the Lord has risen and appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognised by them when he broke the bread. Well done. We're now going to have four minutes to answer these two questions. What does this story tell us about God? And what does this story tell us about people? Try and stick to the passage and maybe use the church at home chat function if you want to share what you're learning. So let's get back into our breakout groups. Well, I hope that was encouraging for you. Here's a few things that particularly stood out to me. What does it tell us about God? Well, firstly, God sends angels as his messengers. He has uh, angels in his employment. Verse six, God has triumphed over death. Jesus is alive. He rose from the dead. Verse six and seven, God is true to his word. Verse 15, God reveals he's alive to unlikely people. To declare first he's alive to some women would have been a ridiculous thing to do if he wanted it to be proven to the whole community that this had happened. But God doesn't work according to uh, the way we think we should be doing things. Uh, verse 15, God walks with people. So we've seen as the, the disciples walked along the road, Jesus walked with them. Verse 17, God asks key questions and challenges people's answers. Verse 27, God wants people to know he is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Verse 31, God opens people's eyes and minds. And verse 32, God's presence makes people's hearts burn within them. What does this passage tell us about people? Well, verse five, people are scared of the supernatural. They're scared of things that they don't understand. Uh, verse eight, people easily forget the things that have happened and the things that, that God tells them. Verse 17, people grieve. They're sad and downcast when difficult things happen. Verse 25, people are, are slow to believe and foolish. Verse 29, people can persuade God to stay. The disciples urged him on the road, no, please stay and talk with us some more. So people can persuade God to stay. Verse 32, people can experience God's presence in their hearts, that burning fire that they felt while they were with Jesus. And verse 34, people love to share good news. Okay, two final questions. What will you do as a result of reading this passage? Let's take a moment to ask God, what do you want me to do with what I've heard today? What does obedience look like this week for you? Maybe it's spending a bit of time reading the Old Testament, Moses and the prophets and asking God 
to speak to you about how the stories relate to Jesus. Jesus is pretty good at doing that for his followers. It could be simply going for a walk with someone who's just lost someone or is confused or has a lot of questions. With the current restrictions in Leeds, we can't socialise in people's homes and gardens, but we are allowed to go for a walk with someone. And the last question is, who will you share this story with? Who comes to mind? Or if no one specific comes to mind when you when you pray and think about it now, ask God every day this week to give you an opportunity to share it with someone who needs to hear it and then keep alert during the day. Okay, so you have four minutes now to answer those two questions. Well, thanks for joining me to study this passage. It was a great one to finish our Here and Obey series. I think we've learned a lot together over the past few weeks and I don't think you're going to forget those four questions as we've answered them plenty of times. Now there's a challenging verse in 1 Peter 3.15 and it says, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asked you to give a reason for the hope that you have. Always be prepared, always be ready. And I think the Discovery Bible study tool helps us be prepared. Prepared in that we now have a simple structure, a plan, a Bible story and four questions to ask. Prepared also in the sense of our availability. And over the past few weeks, I've noticed that I'm more available to God wanting me to speak to people. I've got a story ready to tell. So I want to finish by reminding us of the statistics from the Bible Society survey that Matt shared with us in week one of these series. They asked 20,000 people, to what extent would you be interested in discovering more about the Bible? And 23% said fairly or very interested. And that's about 20,000 people in Leeds. Not 20,000, 200,000 people in Leeds. 200,000 people, that is a lot of people who are interested in discovering more about the Bible around us. We've got a tool now to go and tell them. So church, let's be like the women and the disciples in the story who were so eager to share the good news about Jesus with others. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this incredible story of your resurrection Thank you that it's true. Thank you that you're alive. Thank you that you walk with people and you speak to people and you reveal yourself to people. Lord, we pray that you would give us boldness to be like those disciples who ran to tell people the good news. Lord, we thank you that you are the Lord of the harvest and the harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Lord, we pray that you would send us out into this harvest field and we thank you for the great news the wonderful news the brilliant news that you are alive and want to speak and reveal yourself to the people of Leeds in Jesus name we pray amen <laughs>